0: So I need you to imagine that you're moving, okay? So you get so excited to see your new place, and you arrive, and all the things from the previous owner are still there. You'd be upset, you'd be annoyed, and confused. Like, Why wasn't this prepared properly? Well, that is nothing compared to the story that I'm about to share. I'm your host this week, Renee, and welcome to the 12 Days of Christmas. from my childhood home to a new apartment. I think I was like eight or maybe even nine. Anyways, I just, I don't know. The thought of moving was kind of scary for me. I I just wasn't sure if the new neighborhood would be fun or, you know, what the kids would be like, if there's going to be kids my age. Uh, Because where I grew up was like in an apartment complex area and literally all the neighborhood kids would like hang out together. Um, There was uh, a lady who actually watched my siblings and I um, before school and then a little bit after school. And, um, we would just go there. And when we were done, um, like when we were done, when she was done, I guess we would like go back to our house, change out of our school clothes, then go into our like play clothes or whatever. And we literally would be able to chill outside until like it got dark and it was not an issue at all. Like there wasn't any parental supervision or anything like that. Like everybody just knew that like all the neighborhood kids are with the neighborhood kids. And it was totally fine. Like, there was just that comfort um, of being in that area. So I remember when I was going to move, like, I was super, super nervous. Like, I was not excited about it at all because it just I didn't know what it was going to be like. I, I think that moving into a new place can be, like, super, super scary, especially when you're a kid. So, I mean, just imagine, like, fleeing your home for safety reasons and not knowing where to stay. When I read The Christmas Story the real Christmas story for the very first time. I remember I just had so many different questions like for Mary and Joseph, like that must've been incredibly terrifying knowing that the area that you were living in is now like pretty much under attack. Like all of the baby boys were being killed and you knew that you were, you know, pregnant with a baby boy. And, and now you have to like run away and be in a different area just so that you can have safety. And, and, Even just thinking of the story in itself, you have to think about how humble Mary was, how humble Joseph was, you know, to know that your wife is pregnant with a baby that you didn't help make, or just knowing that God's chosen, you know, your wife to carry somebody that was so important to the rest of the world, um, for the future. And something that I, I struggled with, um, was how, how could i be prepared to do something for god if i just kind of felt so regular and that's exactly who mary was she was incredibly regular but she had a heart that was willing to do anything and everything that god had um had acquired of her so when you think of this this whole entire thing this the moving and the preparation um for this to come for this event to come you know Mary didn't really have very much knowledge of what she was getting herself into but she knew that she needed to move and i think that this this really speaks to something that god puts in us which is just having faith and just trusting in him despite not knowing all of the circumstances and how things would end but knowing that because he's in control he has the ability to just provide us with that comfort, to give us that peace. Mary, like she just didn't have the comfort of knowing what was to come. So for me, my parents knew exactly where we were going to move to. We knew the apartment number. We knew which building it was, all of that stuff. Um, But for Mary and Joseph, they had no idea where they were going to be. And so when you think of just the concept of, Of moving, uprooting yourself. You think of the concept of being prepared for what's to come. How how do we go about preparation? So when we're preparing for something, we need to make sure a few things are in check. We need to know, like I said, where you're going, where you're staying, and they did not know any of those things. But how can we now prepare our hearts for Jesus to come in? Because that's something that ultimately made the story, Um, what it is, you know, there just wasn't room for them where they wanted to be, where they wanted to go. And they kind of had to make do with where they're going. And bear in mind that I think a lot of times we misinterpret what's taking place within the story. I think that sometimes we think, oh my gosh, they were going and they were knocking on house to house and there was just nowhere for them to stay. And to some extent it's true, but we also have to consider who Joseph was and what his lineage was, knowing that he was going to an area that he hadn't lived there before, but he did have family there. And when we look at the um, the words that were used in that scripture in the scriptures, it shows us that there might have not been room in this in particular place that they were trying to get in, but it didn't mean that there was no place at all. There wasn't um, room in their guest room, for example, but there was room in where Jesus was ended up being born, which was in the stables. And, um, you know, yes, there were other animals and things like that, that took place of where he was, but ultimately, um, you know, there was room because when you want to do something, when you have a vision for something, you are able to make room. And I think that is, you know, something that this story teaches me and helps me with is just to make room. I mean, we all have busy lives and sometimes we can get so caught up in all of the things that we think that we need to do. And this is why, oh man, I didn't get to pray today. Oh man, I didn't get to you know, read today. But ultimately you can prepare room for Jesus in your heart um, and in your life. If it's, if you make it important enough for you, you know, I know that waking up and brushing your teeth, it could be an inconvenience. You think, ah, man, I got to do this. I want to eat. I got to clean up. I got to wash the dishes. I got to da, 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 da. But you know that when you're interacting with people, your breath is going to smell. And so you need to brush your teeth. You prepare. And it's the same way we need to prepare. We need to make room within our hearts for Jesus Christ this season, rather than being so caught up in all of the other material things that Christmas may bring or the season may bring, but to truly prepare your heart, make room for the savior this Christmas. And how do we do that? You set aside time, set aside time to read and to get to know him better, to get to know the things that he desires for us to have in our lives, um, to pray. I I know for myself, um, that I'm definitely guilty of it. And it's something that I want to get better at. Um, sometimes people will say, oh man, like, you know, this happened to me or this is going on or, can you just pray for me? And you're like, Oh, wow. Like, yeah, I'll definitely pray for you. Or even if they don't ask you for prayer, but they just share something with you and you're like, yeah, I'll I'll definitely be praying for you. But if you don't actually prepare, you know, or plan your day to include prayer, you're going to miss that and you're not going to get to pray for that person or for that need. And so you have to set aside time. Um, Something that I want to do is to really get back to writing down prayer requests. I think sometimes um, I would, I'll even just like, okay, yeah, cool. And I might start the message and then go check my phone later when it's time for prayer. But I don't want to have to even involve my phone in my prayer time because my phone is so distracting. Um, So just preparing, making sure that you write things down, write prayers down, Write, write prayer requests down from other people, even for yourself. Sometimes you have things that you know that you want to, um, you know, lift to God, but you don't write it down. You don't prepare. You just get before God when it's time to pray. You know, you might thank him for who he is, thank him for the day. And then you just start rambling about a whole bunch of stuff. And it's just like, wait what is it that you really need to prepare and pray for? Um, So those are two really, really important ways that you can prepare room for him, but also within the local church. Now I know that it's COVID and so many things are happening right now, but you can prepare and set aside time in your life to give to the things of God and to different ministries and find ways to get involved. Even in this time, I know so many people are doing live streams and virtual concerts and meetups and hangouts and all of these things, set aside time so that you can be involved in those things so that you can invest in other people's lives um, and just give yourself to the things of God. And so I just hope that you, you recognize that we all need to in some way, shape or form prepare this Christmas season. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. We look forward to counting down the 12 days of Christmas with you. Don't forget, we are releasing a new episode every single day until Christmas Eve. So tune in again tomorrow. Thanks for listening. Bye.